You are tuned in with Reverend and Goodwill Ambassador Art Wilson. We started laying hands on people and the Spirit of God flooded into that place and God did incredible things. Each week, you are invited behind the scenes to be a part of exclusive and unique topics about world news, biblical finds, and religious events. Here's your host, Art Wilson. So we're going to stay in the the line of thinking we've been in for a few weeks on what Passover is. And I believe it's very important. So in the book of Numbers, stay with me. I'm just going to read two verses and then we'll be seated. Chapter 9, verse number 4. And stay with me, uh, media people. We're going to roll through some scriptures. The Bible says, And Moses spake until the children of of Israel the people of God covenant people this is the book of numbers everybody's supposed to be excited Moses speaks to them listen to this this isn't this is a little embarrassing that they should keep the Passover uh, yeah we was just told that. God just delivered us. Are y'all with me? Instead of Passover, we might as well say party. Because Passover was a party of all parties. Now, listen to this. Verse 5. And they kept the Passover. On the 14th day of the first month at, now get this, even in the wilderness. Oh, now I know why he told them you better keep the Passover. They're in the wilderness of Sinai. According to all, get this, the Lord commanded Moses. So did the children of Israel. God commanded them, you better keep the Passover. Even in the wilderness. I don't know who we're going to talk to today, but we're going to cover a lot of ground. But somebody needs to know. Keep partying. Even in the wilderness. Oh, my, my, my. If anybody's going through something right now, I want you to wave your hands. You got a situation in your life. Oh, look at that. We got about 200, 300 people. Wave them like an SOS. I come to tell you, God said, you better not stop partying. Wow. Y'all didn't hear me? God said you better not stop partying while you're going through what you're going through. You better keep on shouting, dancing, worshiping, and praising him. Even in the wilderness. Even in the wilderness. God bless you. I want you to lift your hands. I want you to ask God to anoint your brain. Because... I got a lot to say today. Help me, Lord, to understand perspective. 
I want to awaken the praiser in you now. I want to rebuke depression now. I want you to be happy. I want you to have joy now. And I want you to go ahead and claim it. I'm going to have a joyful life. Lord, help us today. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Jesus' name, smile real big. Is everybody smiling? You may be seated. If you're not smiling, stay standing. I want you to stand the rest of the service. Amen, amen, amen. How many is glad to be in the house of God? Well, where do I begin? I got an idea. I'll start off chasing rabbits. That's always fun. Hang on a second. We're coming through a major setback as a church. We've been working for years. We paid off the building. We got a million dollars in the bank. We've done it. We're ready to move forward. We're getting ready to have somewhere, somehow, a mega church. Did I stutter? You, I got faith that there's more people going to be saved than we can imagine. Y'all didn't hear me. I need some faith in the house. Come on, Sister Monica. Come on, Paul Crabtree. Do we got faith? Is it going to happen? That's right. Jesus plans on a lot of people making it. And so do I. This place isn't big enough. <laughs> not even close. I'm not worried. I was upset. But I'm not worried. We had a setback. Uh, somebody snuck in and tried to pirate the building we wanted to buy. So we're trying to figure out what God wants to do. Because it's, it, you know, it, it's whatever God wants. I don't get the amens on that, huh? Now is where you say amen. It's what God wants. And we're not done having revival. And what we've just been through having to decide what's going on, we've been working all these years and we, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out what God wants. It, it could be the will of God. It could be an attack from the enemy. We, we, we know, but what we do know, whatever it is, we keep worshiping. We keep praising. We keep speaking in faith. God's will will be done. How many know God's will will be done?
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It will be done. But, but when you have setbacks, you could be in a wilderness experience. You could be right now dealing with the worst trial you've ever dealt with. You can forget that God is in control. God is not worried about your failures and it doesn't bother him. He knows how to deliver us. As long as we keep our attitude right. Somebody's not listening to me yet, but I'm, I'm going to preach it before we leave. As long as we keep our attitude right. Doesn't scare him, doesn't intimidate him. And so here we are. And uh, we've been asking Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I've been praying, God, now when can we talk about this? You notice we haven't talked a lot about it. We've just been having church. I'll talk about that in a minute. But I said, Lord, when can we talk? I said, not now. I know now why he said we don't talk about it in January. Everybody had a bad attitude in January. <laughs> he said, February, no, 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 no. March, just wait a minute, just wait a minute. And, and I've been asking that. And, 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 and I said, everything we've been through, and, 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 I, and, and I haven't said much because he hasn't said much. But he started talking today. Y'all not listening? I said, God started talking today. I mean, we never thought, I mean, we just had Resurrection Sunday, you know, uh, all of that and, you know, communion and all that. And, and, and church, let's be honest, we never thought we'd have another Passover here. We thought we'd be in our promised land. <laughs> Amen. And, and, and all of that. And, and here we are, and it's almost like if we're, we can liken it, which is very prophetic. Last year I said the Exodus has a wilderness to it. We can liken it to a wilderness experience. Okay? And here's what's interesting. I noticed, I, I, I really filed some things away. Uh, it was tough, but we, none of us really said much. You know what I mean? Uh, we were all thinking it. What's going on? But we just were like, why are we still here? And we didn't say much. We were wondering what God, you know, but we just kept on being TIC. Are y'all with me? We just kept on praising God. <laughs> we just kept on worshiping. Are y'all with me? Because I'm going to help you. We kept speaking life. We kept speaking faith. We kept honoring God. And it's times like this when wilderness situations happen that we show what we are made of. Anybody can praise God when you're getting stuff. Ah, oh, y'all not ready. 
Anybody can praise God when you got answers and revelations and prophecies. But can you praise him in the dark? You got one of those dances where you don't even need to see who's next to you. You don't get that new blessings. You get that in the wilderness. I'm telling you. It's times like that when you show what you are truly made of. I like TIC. Y'all's all right. You know, let me just tell you about you. Many of places would have fallen apart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but we fell together. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Many of places would have fell apart, would have come unglued, would have devoured one another, started attacking one another, would have dispersed, would have scattered, and, and all those other things that happen when people don't have faith in God. You see, faith isn't defined when things are going good. Everybody's got faith then. Faith is designed to shine when nothing is going good. That's faith. Woo! Somebody praise the Lord right now. Somebody just say, I got faith, God. I got faith. I got faith. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, so we're dealing with this scripture, and, it, it, and this scripture jumped out at me. It hit me like a hammer. It hit me like a hammer. We're in Numbers 9 and 4 and 5. Let me see that. We're in Numbers 9 and 4 and 5, and we get to this, and the Bible literally tells us, Moses spake unto the children of Israel, and he said, listen, don't you stop. Having Passover. What? We're in the book of Numbers. We just got out of Egypt. Well, they went out of Egypt. They had a party, which we always do. When you get delivered, you party. They celebrated. They, they had the, the mountain experience. They, they saw the glory of God and, and all of that. And then they went into a wilderness. And going into that wilderness, Moses saw something in them that caused him to caution them. Did they stop taking Passover in the wilderness? I, I don't know. But, but we've given some insight when Moses says, listen, you have to keep the Passover here. Did the wilderness around them Caused them to stop celebrating Passover? I don't know, but it, it looks something's wrong. We get to this passage of scripture and I, and I start reading it and he, and he says, and then the, the Lord commanded them, don't you stop, keep the Passover. It's, it's a statute unto you. And we get to all of this and, and we look at this and 
I don't know everything, but I do know this. This is next level thinking. This is next level revelation that we can benefit from. Question. When there is trouble, when you don't understand, or when you're even in a wilderness, it's still time to celebrate. Now, what we've got, I don't, now let me, let me take you next level. Because what I want to share with you will help you immensely that you get delivered from arm folding syndrome. This disposition and God forbid in church. And you can arm fold like this and we can see it demonstratively. Or you can arm fold like this and we not see it, but God sees it. What we are telling God is, I will celebrate when everything's going well. When you are doing what you are supposed to do. I will celebrate but I'm in danger of backsliding when you don't do everything my way how my way when my way what my way and God sits back and says I thought I was God I come to tell the church this is next level thinking come to church when it's not going good praise God when you don't understand in the trial. It's not a dance if it can't be danced in a trial. Can I tell you, and I want somebody to put this on Facebook, it's not your dance if you can't dance it in a trial. It's show. It's hype. And it's fake, because what's in here will come out no matter what's going on. So, we're looking at this now. I think I need to, to clarify. I got a couple more seconds. I think I need to clarify something. Uh, well, Passover. Passover. Look at somebody and say Passover. Passover. I told you to look at your neighbor. Uh, this is the first time, okay? Passover. Now, we have to understand why Passover was so important to God. We have to understand what it means to God and why he demanded, don't you stop the Passover. The Passover was the covenant of God and man. And to not celebrate Passover is to tell God, I don't trust you anymore. Woo! This is next level thinking. 
Because we've got to become a people as we head forward towards the end time and the apocalypse. We've got to become more. And maybe we're going through everything we're going through because God is getting us ready to be praisers in wildernesses. I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to take over this building. But God may be getting us ready to be able to stand in the face of all opposition and say, though he slay me, yet will I trust it. Oh, my, my, my. Really? We're coming to a place in time where we are being challenged. And Passover was our loyalty to God and his loyalty to us. There's nothing like Passover. Matter of fact, Passover is so important that the, the last celebration Christ had was Passover. Give me, give me Matthew 26, 29. Jesus said, I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this. This is what Jesus said. He said, I've been looking forward to this. And he said, listen, he stopped in the middle of Passover. He said, listen to me. He stopped in the middle of Passover and he said unto them, I will not drink henceforth of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom I feel the Holy Ghost and when they had sung hymns they went out into the Mount of Olives when they worshipped a little bit when they shouted a little bit don't you tell me Jesus didn't believe in shouting and worshiping and singing they went out. Jesus said, hold on. They're having Passover. He said, you know when we're going to finish this? At the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know what we're going to have when we get there? There's going to be a Passover waiting on us. The same way God started this thing. He's going to end this thing in a Passover. And if, I, if I'm in a wilderness, I'm going to celebrate Passover. It goes all the way back to the liberation of slavery from the tyranny of Egypt and how we were in bitter bondage and, and God brought us out and, and delivered us. And it, but it goes beyond that. It is a test of God's loyalty. Can I tell you, when you are in a wilderness, that's where God proves himself to you. But it's also <laughs> where you prove yourself to God. You know that verse, thou preparest a table <laughs> before me <laughs> in the presence of my enemies. God will say, let's have Passover. Your enemies can be around, the wilderness can be around, but the covenant still stands strong. goes back before this Passover discussion goes back before even the deliverance from Egypt 
Because some historians and even those who are of other faiths argue successfully without much intelligence, but they argue successfully that if you count the days that Israel was trapped into Egypt, it was not exactly 400 years. And we understand that, but you don't understand how God works. See, you count the 400 years back to when God said. Because when God says it, that's when you take it to the bank. So it was said in Genesis 15 and 12. As the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep and a terrifying darkness came down over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, you can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land where they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, and in the end, they will come away with great wealth. He told Abraham 400 years early, 400 years, I mean, 400 years about, the, about the, the trap in Egypt. He said about the 400 years about the trap in Egypt. God said, listen, Abram, your people are going to be trapped. They're going to be enslaved. And he said, but don't forget this. I'm telling you to tell them. I'm telling you, Abram, father of the faithful. I'm telling you, Abram, tell them I will show up. I will show up. I come to tell somebody here today, all the hands that was being raised, all the hands that was waving that you're in a situation. I come to tell you, God will show up. <laughs> Clap your hands, do your dance. The lights may be turned out. But God will show up. <laughs> International Church, I want to tell you, your labor's not in vain. God finally told me to tell you, I got something bigger and better than you've ever dreamed of. It's coming. Keep on worshiping. feet everybody and give the Lord a hand clap of praise stand on your feet I want you just to begin to lift him up all of us that's dealing with something I want you to lift your hands and praise him I want you to just go ahead and say this wilderness will not stop me he will show up we appreciate you tuning in and invite you to review this podcast and share this episode on social media to help spread the good word 